your freedom. Well, well, well. We are right. It's hit the fan. So let's dive in and talk about it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Prepared Mind channel. Having some technical difficulties here, <laughs> as usual. Um, <clears throat> wanted to say this. We are in for big, big trouble, folks. They are planning all kinds of stuff. We were worried about the pandemic, Cerveza bug, when it first came out. Were we not? Yes, uh, yeah, we really were. We were really worried about that thing. And then it got worse, right? Then they went to the Jim Jones use. Then they went to mandates. Then they went to the Ukraine war. Well, we're having shortages across the board. I think all of this is planned. I really do. It's, there's no accidents in any of this. All of this is planned. <clears throat> um, when I say planned... I mean, top to bottom, I don't think Biden is planning this. I don't think anyone in Washington really is. These people are numbskulls, folks. They're complete idiots. I don't think they could plan a day at the shopping mall, right? Now, what they are planning, though, is continuing to introduce more and more, <clears throat> uh, shall we say, Cerveza bug stupidity. They're kind of dropping it on us again. Yeah, it's unpopular. Yeah, they know no one likes it. They're talking about new folks, new Jim Jones juice formulas coming out. Now, I'm more concerned about whether or not you have the medical supplies you need. We always say you need food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, and a plan. Right. And uh, today I was going through my preps taking a look at stuff, and I recommend we all do that from time to time, and I grab my medical bag, right? I've got this bag. It's actually a small backpack, and it is full of first aid supplies. Uh, you can, through the preparedmind.club, through our affiliate links, get antibiotics from proper authorities, 100% legal. You can get uh, rather than Jim Jones juice, you can get fully medical authorized um, treatments. We don't sell them, folks, but we have affiliate links to get you to who sells them. So if you need horse pace or you need malarials, anti-malarial drugs that seem to also work on Cerveza bug, but I also recommend getting a really good Folks, a very good first aid kit. The reason I say that is we're having trouble getting all kinds of supplies at the moment. Fuel is becoming a problem. Food is becoming a problem. And there's our first aid supplies from My Medic. That is our link to get you to them. And if there's discounts available, you will get them. 
But inside your medical kit, you're going to need antibiotics. You're going to need, folks, everything. Everything you can get, including potassium iodide, which we used to be able to get off of Amazon. Um, but there's the antibiotics from Jace. <sighs> no matter what we're hit with, folks, they're going to hit us for maximum effect. And I think they're going to do this forever or until they're removed from power. And we know how hard that's going to be. And we know how long that may take. First aid supplies uh, for folks, a scratch, a cut, can become infected and take you out. Right. So you need to learn first aid, have a first aid book, get first aid training, Make sure you have antibiotics. Make sure you have everything and get it legally through the preparedmind.club. Right? You think it's hard to get stuff now, today? I don't know if you've been to any stores lately. I've been to a few. I went around and looked at a few today, and I thought, good golly. I'm starting to see empty areas on shelves. It used to be something would be all the way to the back of the shelf, and I'm seeing two or three bottles, four or five bottles, one or two cans. And I'm like, that is not a fully stocked store. You know, go to a Walgreens or a CVS and see what you see. But do you wait till the store is empty or do you get what you need now? And again, I recommend looking at our affiliates to get complete because they're, well, folks, they're intended more for outdoorsmen and hunters and preppers rather than a couple of boo-boo band-aids, right? So you need to, you just, there's so much to this right now. How they're screwing us over. All right, let's move on if we shall, folks. We've made a lot of predictions here on the Prepared Mind channel. And I do want to thank everyone for coming over to Subscribe Star. We've got quite a few people and it's continuing to grow. I wanted to get us all the way back up to where we were with that Patreon company. And we're good. It's no nothing is perfect, folks. Nothing is ever perfect, but it's a hell of a lot better than not having uncensored information period. I mean, I've got a great story here and it will be subscribed star only. And it has to do with the Biden's woke trans pushing for chemical castration of youths. There's a story on there. It's going to be at subscribe star. I can't talk about it more than that. These people are sick and what they're pushing and claiming Oh, it's perfectly safe. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. Are you kidding me? Right? I was speaking with Crispy Bacon about that and many other things today. The idea that the Roman Empire was absolutely corrupt and perverted, and it fell, and it fell hard. Today, we're seeing and hearing the same types of perversions. Read about Caligula, folks, marrying his horse. Right, sleeping with his sister. Just awful stuff, folks. Awful. Okay, let us move on from that. We've had some great predictions that look like they're coming true. And it's not great to, to say me and you were so smart, we predicted this, but it's great or awful in the sense that it's a big problem. It's a great big problem. I said, you know what? I'm thinking $10. At the end of 2022, this year, if not certainly by the end of the Biden administration, folks, 
They've got it on hyper speed. $10 by the end of 2022 seems easy. And uh, guess what? The, the giants of the oil industry are saying there's going to be higher prices coming for oil, folks, for the next three to five years because of lack of supply. How high can it go? Well, if we hit $10 by the end of this year, in three years, we could be at $20 easy. We've already come up from $3 to 6 and $7. Is it so hard to believe it can't go up another $3, $5 by the end of this year? Oh, it's, it's awful, folks. Biden is out there. GG Biden, President Biden. Man can't ride a bicycle. Man can't finish a sentence. Man can't make any coherent sense. But he certainly can spot children in the crowd and ask them to come home with him. Biden is blaming everybody for record prices everywhere. He's blaming Putin. He's blaming gas stations. He's blaming oil companies and refineries. And he's saying, though, this is the cost of saving democracy. I didn't know democracy around the world was threatened. They seem to be voting like crazy everywhere. That's democracy, folks. We're supposed to have a constitutional republic. Meaning, well, we vote and do things like that. But there are ironclad protections in place to restrain government. So, anyways, Biden blames everyone else. And then, folks, he celebrates taking our gasoline and diesel cars and trucks off the road through high prices and destroying them with ethanol-laced fuels. He's saying millions of cars are going to come off the road. He's celebrating it, and in the next breath, he's blaming everyone for the reasons why. Hey, buddy, if it's so good, quit blaming everyone else and take credit for it, because it's a good thing. Celebrating, folks, celebrating. This man is absolutely lost, folks. The Biden administration. Right. Oh, by the way, this is the Q&A. I forgot to remind everyone, get your questions into Jolene, get them in now, right? If you're on Subscribestar, you are here live, get your questions in. You have paid $2, $5, $10 a month to be a premium Prepared Mind member to support free speech, to tell big tech F you, right? And you can ask questions Monday through Friday. We have a whole bunch of perks and they're going to get even better if we keep doing what we need to do here, folks. What do we need to do? We need to support one another. We need to get good information out there. We need to share these videos right up there, that address. Share the videos. Hit thumbs up. Hit the notification bell. Do all these things. Prep to action. I know it sounds like a lot, but once you do it, once you're prepped, you're done. Right? Once you start taking action, it becomes a habit you know, writing your congressman. They start writing you back. I have several congressmen send me emails uh, on a regular basis now, of course, telling me what they want me to think. And I write back and tell them what I want them to do as part of their job. Right? They will communicate with you. They need to communicate with us. I tell you, folks, now, 
Uh, I mentioned crispy bacon, right? Biden, again today, for the third time, starts talking about Taiwan and then has to take it all back or the White House takes it back for him or someone comes out and corrects the media. He doesn't even know what his policy is concerning Taiwan and China, right? Now, I mean, everything about the Biden administration is, it's nothing. It's nothingness. Except for pushing kids to go get their genitals lopped off, right? But I was speaking with Crispy Bacon and he said it today. He said, we're basically, and I'm paraphrasing him, uh, we're in neutral. We are in neutral. There is no movement, folks. There's no decisions when it comes to things that are very important to us. The, the government is just parked and they're burning gas, idling, right? If you sat out in your car all day long, idling with the air conditioner on, you're going to burn through a tank of fuel, right? It's not free to sit there, even if you're not going anywhere. But that's what we're getting, right? No decisions on energy. How are we fixing the energy crisis? By begging Saudi Arabia for more or Venezuela for more, right? We don't have the infrastructure, meaning refineries, tankage, pipelines to handle what we have now and any growth in the future, right? We don't have any decisions on infrastructure. There's no movement except killing the pipelines. There's no movement at all, folks, on food. There should be a blue ribbon panel of think tank professionals and experts to come out and, and tell the Biden administration, we've got a food issue. This is how we solve the problem. I'll tell you how you do it. You plant more food. Just like that. You plant more food. You create more farms, not less. And that solves the food problems. It, it creates more food. It creates more jobs. Right? You're creating something. That's growth. That's productivity. Produce, vegetables, produce, productivity. Funny how that all works together. Right? National security. They don't know what the hell they're doing with Taiwan or our own border here at the south. But, of course, they know there's something must be done in, in uh, Ukraine. Oh, they don't want to let that one slip away, right? Boy, what a great chance to throw a bunch of cash out there that you're paying for in taxes so that they can, what, launder it, clean it through Ukraine? Where's that money going? What's it being spent on? $50 billion? You're telling me that the Ukraine army has burned through $50 billion in ammunition and food to fight a couple of battles over there? Right? Energy. Where's the new power plants? Where's the new windmills? Where's the new solar farms? Where's the new nuclear power plants? All that build back better green energy New Deal shit. Where is it? Where's our infrastructure? Do something, Joe. Oh, folks, we're screwed, right? The pandemic isn't just a medical pandemic. It's the plan to bring down not our health, but everything America, folks. Everything America. And these leftists, we continually learn who they are, what they're up to, 
and how absolutely criminal and corrupt they are. The other day, uh, St. Louis City, St. Louis, Missouri, those politicians there are in trouble left and right for corruption and bribery, etc. Well, back in 2018, there was a Democrat named Andrew Gillum. Uh, he ran against Governor DeSantis. He ran against Governor DeSantis in Florida. Well, this guy has been arrested for conspiracy, wire fraud, and false statements. Faces up to 45 years in prison. And this is their Democrat governor that they proposed for us in Florida and for us in every state, I bet. These people, folks, are off their rockers. They want us to accept in every state one of these corrupt politicians. In every city, they want us to accept them as the mayors, as the district attorneys. How many times do we have to see that anyone who gets put up as a Democrat or a rhino for that matter, they're extremely corrupt. And every now and then, one of them gets caught. And over in Florida, they got this guy. He couldn't get away. Could it be that uh, DeSantis actually has an attorney general, uh, 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 law enforcement that's looking at crooked politicians? Yeah, folks, what an incredible situation that's developing there. I tell you, I don't have a whole lot of faith in government, folks. Not a lot of faith at all. Now, it was interesting. I think um, I think it was Marge Taylor Greene said something about, um, well, you know, if they don't start fixing problems now, the American people are going to lose faith in their government. And I thought, I'm pretty sure I already lost faith in this government. I lost it. At the, at the federal level, the national level, I'm losing it at the state level. Every time I turn around, folks. And then we get this, right? We got dumb and dumber arguing. This is, it's just unbelievable, right? We've had, we've had Biden, President Biden out there talking about how Putin created inflation. And then today, federal chairman Powell, Jerome Powell, Chief Goon Powell, he he came out and basically fact-checked Biden and said, hey, 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 uh, no, inflation was high before the war in Ukraine broke out. Well, yeah, we knew that and we saw it and we said it, but the mainstream media isn't doing their job now. Now Chairman Powell is going to be the fact-checker on the White House. Right? I don't like this guy either. I don't like Powell. Every, it seems like every day he's got to open his mouth trying to fix some problem that he and the rest of the Federal Reserve has created along with government. They've created all these problems for us. It has hit the fan left. It is hitting the fan right everywhere, folks. These people have done nothing but make our lives absolute misery. And, and I don't mean... I don't mean that in, in a way that, that we're miserable humans, but they're, they're trying to make the system in which we live miserable. And what they count on, I think, is they count on us to say, oh, that's okay, we'll deal with it. Higher prices at the gas station, okay, we'll deal with it. Can't get baby food, okay, it, we'll figure this out. Right? Energy is go bad, okay, okay, yeah, we're going to have blackouts, we'll deal with it. There's, it's, there's comes a point, folks, where we say we're not dealing with this shit anymore. We need it fixed, and we need it fixed now. Now, uh, now back 
during the Trump administration. He was saying he wanted $5 billion to put the entire wall across the Mexican border. Build a wall to take all the way from one end to the other, right? To build a border. We spent 10 times that giving money to Ukraine. 10 times that. For what? To build a wall to keep Russia out? We don't know what that money went to. But going back to this wall, we're having trouble getting Congress to give any money at all for a presidential directive. But I guess when, when Biden wants a presidential directive to, to buy Jim Jones juice for children or you know tranny drugs for children, that's just fine. That'll be obeyed. But, but Nancy and Chuck Schumer wouldn't do it. They would not do anything. So a private organization stepped up and said, we're going to build the wall. We'll fund it. We'll build it. We'll do all kinds of things. And I believe that man has now been arrested. I think he is a multiple amputee war veteran, a patriot. And he has gotten nothing but guff because as an American, he took action. Where are we at now? The government gets in the way on everything. Keystone Pipeline solved the energy crisis far out into the future, killed it. Biden should be impeached for that. If not indicted, it's not a war crime, but gee, many crickets. Unbelievable, folks. Federal Reserve Chairman says no inflation was high before the war in Ukraine broke. I thought it was really high, folks. And it's just getting it's getting stupid bad. But, you know, again, we kind of predicted it. We kind of predicted it. Uh, we've also predicted and let me remind you again real quick, get your questions in. If you're here live at Subscribestar, get in here live. Uh, whoa. Uh, get in here live. Ask questions. We've had a couple of professional football players pass away today. And it uh, looks like uh, Tony Siragusa, age 55, has passed away. Um, and another Baltimore Raven, a much younger man, uh, professional football player, father, I believe, of three football players, folks. They're dying. Why? Care to take a guess? Care to take a guess? Uh, it's scary news, folks. Very scary news. Okay. Their plan is to disarm you. That's their plan, folks. The NRA has reacted to the United States Senate passing their version of gun control. Now, I don't think the NRA is particularly um, vociferous enough over something like the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Right. The NRA says this, will, they will support legislation that improves school security, promotes mental health services, and helps reduce violent crime. However, we will oppose this gun control legislation because it falls short at every level. It does little to truly address violent crime while opening the door to unnecessary burdens on the exercise of Second Amendment freedoms by law-abiding gun owners. I can agree with that statement. I just really wish that for the purposes of law, 
four-letter words carried some extra meaning here, but they're very, shall we say, polite. And the American people, folks, are not what I would call very polite. When they are individually asked about their Second Amendment rights and what they think of the government trying to interfere and infringe on them. So the NRA continues, this legislation can be abused to restrict lawful gun purchases, infringe upon the rights of law-abiding Americans, and use federal dollars to fund gun control measures being adopted by state and local politicians. This bill leaves too much discretion in the hands of government officials and also contains undefined and overbroad provisions inviting interference with our constitutional freedoms. Now, when I went uh, and participated in the world of law, I went to you know, paralegal school, acted, worked as a paralegal. It was quite interesting. Anytime something was not well-defined and overbroad, you knew abuse was coming from it. But what we were taught back then in law school was that when you look at restrictions placed on the government, it is always to be read and understood that any ambiguity, any ambiguity, any confusion was to rest on the side of the people and their liberties. That the government, if it was going to try to interfere with, restrict, impose regulation, it had to be very specific in both justification and exactly how a law is to be applied. Kind of like the old provision, uh, a search warrant was to describe specifically the persons to be searched and the places to be searched and the things to be seized. It wasn't a broad hunting license to go into someone's house and search through everything and look for anything in a fishing expedition. But those days are over, folks. Government now leaves things barely defined and overbroad so that they can say and do whatever they want on the regulatory or bureaucratic side shall not be infringed. Now, uh, NRA continues and says, decisions by the Supreme Court of the United States in the Heller and McDonald cases make clear, and that's two different cases, the Heller case and the McDonald case has nothing to do with quarter pounders or royale with cheese. The McDonald case and the Heller case were landmark cases having to do with the individual's right to self-defense, to own, possess, keep, and bear arms, folks, and to use them in self-defense. Decisions by the Supreme Court, back to the NRA, of the United States in the Heller and McDonald cases make clear that the Second Amendment is an individual, constitutional freedom. We will always fight for those freedoms and the fundamental values we have defended for over 150 years. That's the NRA. Um, the word in there that I think shouldn't be glossed over is the word fight. Right now they're fighting in court. In the court, you use words. The words are to discuss the laws. The laws, the law of the land is the Constitution. It says, shall not be infringed. Before you even get to that, 
they could they could take a sidebar. They could take a step over and discuss other Supreme Court decisions like Heller and McDonald. But you go right back to the very beginning. You go back to the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Shall not be infringed. Oh, they're trying to interfere. Someone can complain about their neighbor. The police show up and take their guns. There's no due process. That's taking someone else's word for it. That's called hearsay. And it has no place in law or the application of government authority. Period. But you go back past the Constitution to the Declaration of Independence. Where we were specifically complaining to the king. Hey, pal, you've really screwed up. We have inalienable rights. And you have violated those inalienable rights. If our rights are inalienable and come from God, then the government has no position, authority, or case to even try and interfere or infringe, shall not be infringed. So the word fight, it's starting with words in the courts, folks. But all wars start with words and end with bullets. The government knows it. I know it. You know it. We all basically know it. All right. Uh, we're at the, the halfway point on our Subscribestar.com premium show, the Q&A. It is hump day Wednesday. You guys are here live, and I love having you here live. I know you got questions. So first, I want a special message from our government. <laughs> yes, a special message. Also want to ask you about the president's mandate, mandate, mandate. There's so much opposition now. I understand and we all understand how people do not like to be told what to do. They want to make their own choice and their own free will. Is there any thought of backing off of that? People do not like to be told what to do, told what to do, told what to do. They want to make their own choice and their own free will, their own choice, their own choice. Backing off, backing off. Free will, free will, their own free will. I get that and I respect that. Free will, I respect that. But these are unusual times. Their own free will, unusual times. I respect that. So I would prefer, and we all would prefer, that people would be voluntarily getting vaccinated, told what to do. But if they're not going to do that, sometimes you've got to do things that are unpopular, but that clearly supersede individual choices. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about requirements. Maybe there would, would be a better word besides mandate, but I don't know what it is. That's the word for it. And now it's time for the Q&A. Are you ready? Okay, we got Jolene. She's in charge, and she's got the first one from Oregon Patriot. This is what your Subscribe Star Premium member is asking. He says, I'm hearing that in addition to the shortage of diesel fuel and DEF, DEF is a diesel exhaust uh, fluid. <clears throat> it's crap. Anyways, they, they if, without it, trucks quit running. Anyways, um, <clears throat> the shortages of diesel fuel and DEF Suppliers are saying there's a shortage of diesel oil additives. 
This has already resulted in the rationing of diesel oil for many farmers, ranchers, and transportation companies. Suppliers are saying because of the lack of additives, diesel fuel could completely uh, be completely gone in two to three months. Okay, what are we talking about here? Diesel fuel additives. Uh, diesel is a little different than gasoline. Uh, diesel is, uh, I would say, in a lot of ways, just as precise, if not more, now, today, than, than gasoline. Uh, our gasoline has octane, diesel has cetane. But there's problems with diesel. In the winter and cold areas, it can uh, gel up, congeal, wax, if you will. It'll plug filters and, and quit running. Nothing but trouble, folks, when the additives that they need, right, for diesel fuel to work. Additives, right, and, and diesel oil, right? The oil that goes in diesel engines is different than the oil that goes in gasoline engines. There are different wear metals and sacrificial metals inside of oil that's designed to help the engines last longer. Uh, I expect there to be a complete breakdown at this point in the oil, fuel, additive, uh, petrochemical industry. They're completely jacking the whole thing up while Biden jumps up and down, blames Putin, blames Trump, and then laughs and giggles like a schoolgirl that millions of cars and trucks are going to come off of the road. There's so many diesel trucks parked in some areas of the country now that the prices are absolutely dropping. For months there, we couldn't get anyone to drive trucks. And then we couldn't get enough trucks on the road. Right? People are like, I can't drive. It, it, now we're to the point where you can't get fuel for the truck drivers that are there. Right? It's, it's an absolute nightmare. The price for freight dropped. Then it went up. Then it dropped. Then it went up. Now the fuels are... It's, it's, Businesses used to conduct business and say, okay, uh, trucking company, we want a one-year guaranteed rate on freight so we can price out our products and maintain a budget throughout the year for the cost of shipping, etc. And they used to be able to, when prices were pretty steady, make these contracts. Then they got shorter you know, several month contract, month to month contract, right? It, it's practically week to week, if not day to day. It, in fact, I've heard a lot of uh, call for quotes. Anytime you want something, you have to call for a quote because the price for the day could go up again. The availability of trucks could be good one day and gone the next. You know, and, and when I was working in the oil industry back in the late 90s, um, it was, it was, it could be rough back then even. It could be rough back then trying to get someone to pick up a load for you. But uh, today it's just, it's a freaking nightmare. It's a freaking nightmare with what's going on. It's, it's causing uh, uncertainty. Companies, folks, I was complaining 10 years ago about just-in-time delivery. Because in order to make companies look more profitable, they quit making their products and storing them in warehouses so that anytime anyone needed them, they could get them out to them pronto, right? We already have the products. They're already made. They're right here. We'll put them on a truck. We'll ship them. Bam, they're there. 
good service. Then they said, well, wait a minute. There's a lot of cost of materials and cost of production and cost of labor to make all that stuff ahead of time. We don't need to have that big warehouse. Let's basically make an average number of parts, whatever we're making, widgets, and we'll just ship them out as they're manufactured just in time. Don't let your stores run too low because stores were like, we're not going to carry all your products. We're going to order just in time. And so then the manufacturer said, well, why do we need these big stockpiles of raw materials? Let's order what we need just in time. And then the manufacturer of the raw materials that go into making products said, why should we have these huge piles of raw materials coming out of our mines when we could just mine it as it's needed, according to some of the sales we're getting and delivering it just in time to people who want to just in time manufacture so they can just in time ship to stores who can just in time have it on the shelf just in time for you to come there and say, thank you, I needed that and put it in your shopping cart. That was over 10 years ago, folks. They, you get one hiccup anywhere along that supply line. And guess what? You've got everyone going, where's my stuff? And they're like, well, someone doesn't have it, right? We're waiting on them and they're waiting on the next person. And they're waiting on the next person. Yeah. Welcome to Bidenville, folks. How did they make all those companies look so good for all those years on, on paper? Looked good on paper because they were going through all of their old inventory. Un, un, unbelievable. So it's causing shortages and it's causing inflation. And here we are on MSNBC. They have this complete idiot come out and say uh, to Americans who are struggling with the Biden inflation, stop complaining. I'm going to need you to calm down and back off. That's the answer, huh? Why are people complaining? People complain when they're tired of waiting. People complain when they're sick, worried, scared, hungry. When people are broke, they get pissed off, right? You work just as hard. In fact, I saw this, this video today earlier in the morning. Some guy found a labor ad, help wanted ad from 1989, I believe. And it showed um, factory positions, factory worker, job opportunities, 12 to 15 bucks an hour. And then he said, and I've got this other paper from today. Same job offering 12 to 15 bucks an hour. And I thought that's absolutely fascinating. Over 20 years later, take that back. 30 years later, they're offering the same wages. It's not just by inflation, folks. It's the cost of living everywhere. And this is what we get when you have socialists running the country and greedy bastards screwing us over. Okay, let us uh, move on if we shall. Get your questions into Jolene here on Subscribestar.com. And uh, we need all of you there, folks. Two bucks a month. That's the minimum we ask to become a member here on Subscribestar. Free speech has a price, folks. We either pay now or we pay later. And I don't want to pay the later price. Paying the fiddler, paying the evil man, the Pied Piper when he comes. Oh, boy. 
Anyways, we got Kathy Lamaster checking in. Says we were talking about fuel and police yesterday, and today they did a local story on the volunteer fire departments and ambulances around here not having anything left in the fuel budget, and the nearest hospital being fifty miles away. So now not only are we left without police, but now fire and ambulatory services also. I knew we were on our own, but this should wake up anyone. I agree, absolutely. There is trouble, folks, and it's not on the horizon. It's right in front of our faces. How can you not see it? It's right there now. Governments on the local level have budgets. They budget. They go, okay, we collect this much in taxes and we spend the same amount and so then they allocate that right you got a you got a million dollars we're going to put a hundred thousand dollars aside for fuel for ambulances fire trucks etc once they go through that it's not like they've got the federal reserve and they can just go uh, open the printing press and pull a big tray of money out and go okay we're fine again interesting how the federal government can do that but well the rest of the world can't. The rest of the world cannot print U.S. dollars. They can't print digital dollars around the world. Only the federal government gets to do that and the Federal Reserve at the government's behest. They can print and make all the fake money they want to solve their problems. Right? They just call it deficit spending and they just spend away. But yeah, yeah. Um, if you're not in an irresponsible government agency, you see what happens. Folks, I've seen this at the federal level, the state level, the local level. I've seen it down to the HOA level, the homeowners association level, where they collect all these fees and all this money. And you know, based on, well, the number of houses and the fee, how much they get in an entire year, that's their budget. And then they allocate that or supposed to for certain things, but shit doesn't get done. You're like, where did the freaking money go? Well, it got spent here and there and there and there and there. We budgeted all this. Okay, now where did the money go? How come we're not seeing it? Now, in the case of where we're at today with Bidenflation, not just inflation, but Bidenflation. It's like the money that you had collected isn't going to go nearly as far. So things aren't going to be done properly. People aren't going to be cared for properly. Are you prepared, folks? <laughs> this is uh, Captain Morgan Juice. My uh, glass is over in the dishwasher. <laughs> and by dishwasher, I mean sink. PNW Prepper checking in. He says, comment for John. July 1st in Washington State, new gun laws go into action. Get your magazines now. Uh, because of the Uvalde school shooting, um, governments around the country are trying to jam through all the gun control they can get people to stomach. Austin, Texas, Washington State, they're trying to eliminate high-capacity magazines Folks, the Uvalde shooter was in that classroom. He was locked in the school shooting children. 
for over an hour. Over an hour before an off-duty Border Patrol agent went in there and took care of some business. Now, he could have had a single action, single fire, bolt, rifle. And in an hour, he could have put down enough rounds to kill 10 times as many people as he did. The magazine, how many rounds a weapon holds, has nothing to do with the amount of damage that can be inflicted. It sure sounds important, though, and they're not really high-capacity magazines. They're standard-capacity magazines. I don't know what a high-capacity magazine is. Uh, the Supreme Court doesn't either. They can't even figure out what a woman is, right, because they're not biologists. I don't think they're mathematicians either, either judges or legislators. They're not mathematicians. So what do they know about high-capacity anything? I mean, the, their fucking arguments are so asinine, right? Oh, we don't know what a woman is. Really, you can't define a woman? The woman who said that is now a Supreme Court of the United States justice. We expect that person to tell us what a high-capacity magazine is, or if the government has any, any authority to even ask whether or not we should have them. They can't count to 30, I bet. That takes a mathematician. Does she have a degree in, in astrophysics and mathematics? If not, I don't want to hear what they have to say. Anyways, back to the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is they passed a law in Washington state, a law that's already been struck down uh, or a law similar that's already been struck down in California by federal court saying you can't, you can't do that. You cannot ban a high-capacity magazine. You are interfering with, you are infringing upon the rights of constitutional, law-abiding citizens. You can't do that. Now, the loophole there in the state of Washington, if you already own these magazines, ammunition-carrying magazines, then you're fine. It only applies the law to new purchases. Well, are they going to say you can't move to the state of Washington and bring your high-capacity magazines with you? Right? I don't know all the specifics, but just this idea that they're going to ban new purchases. Well, all anyone has to do is say, I've owned these for a long time. I've owned these for 20 years. They're grandfathered in, and they can't touch them, folks. They're going to continue to try and weasel their way into this gun control argument. What gets me is why don't they just come out and say all guns are illegal? Why don't they just pull a Canada or an Australia and say, hey, we want to be just like England with no guns and we're taking all your guns. Well, number one, there's the Second Amendment. Number two, there is you and me. And we're not going to allow them to do that. And there is no way the government can confiscate them all. You want to know why? Because there aren't enough police. They cannot go door to door and force people to give them up fast enough to empty the country of guns in this entire century, what's left of it, the 21st century. It's not possible. It's not possible. There's just not enough cops. 
Now, I guess they could require people to do it. And if they don't comply and voluntarily bring them in, then you can be thrown in jail forever. And that would scare a lot of people, folks. But then the people who choose not to be scared, they might say something like, well, if I'm going to go to jail forever, I might as well take some of you bastards with me. And the police don't like that because police don't want to get shot. Police could have gone in there and stopped this guy at any time. So are the police cowards? Or were they directed, given a directive, an order not to enter that classroom where a guy with a bolt-action rifle could have killed more people than someone with a semi-automatic sporting rifle firing a very, uh, shall we say, anemic, slow rifle cartridge? 5.56 is very small. 30-06 is much larger. 5.56 is very small. It is... Uh, by a lot of standards, underpowered. A lot of complaints about it being an underpowered cartridge, the 5.56. Yet they want to claim that it's high power. You know, anything that sounds scary. Black rifle, high power, assault weapon, high capacity magazines. How about sufficient equalizing force? That's what the AR-15 is. That's what the AK-47 variant is semi-automatic sporting rifles that give people who are weak, incapable, incapable of defending themselves in any other fashion. It gives them the ability to stand up to crime and to stand up to tyranny. All righty. It's, it's a topic that's killing me. It's absolutely killing me. All right. We got Crispy Bacon. He is in the house. He is on Subscribestar.com. And if Crispy Bacon can be here, Live on Subscribestar.com, you can too. Go to Subscribestar.com, sign up. It takes just a few seconds, literally. Your name and an email address. You hit the button confirming it. Then you sign up at the prepared mind on Subscribestar. How easy can we make that for you? Then when videos come up, you click on them. You watch them. You comment and join us, right? Have any troubles with that? Just message Jolene and she'll help you out. We are very personal that way. Very personable. Very hands-on. We want this system to work. And oh, by the way, the new preparedmind.club, I've got word. I've been given a clue. It's going to be freaking awesome. Folks, This the, the club is where you go to get food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, right? First aid kits, I, should, I whipped mine up on the on the thing earlier. Uh, first aid, communications, ammunition, medical supplies. No Jim Jones juice, sorry, we don't do that one. Anyways, uh, Crispy Bacon, there he has a flashback for us. Barack Obama in 2008 slammed proposed gas tax holiday, and he said, this isn't a real solution. It's a political stunt. <laughs> yeah, it's a stunt. It's a scheme. If you remember, folks, uh, Barack Obama back in 2008 was taking fuel prices, and I was paying almost $5 a gallon for diesel at that time. It was at like $4.50 plus and rising, and I thought, oh, shit. This is going to get expensive fast. That was a long time ago, folks. 
That was 14 years ago, right? 14 years ago. And something happened after that. They started producing more oil and they knocked off the bullshitting games. But they did. They, they proposed a gas tax holiday and said, hey, hey, we're going to cut out that federal tax. At the time, it was 40 or 45 cents a gallon. Yeah, it's a scheme. It's a gimmick, right? It's a gimmick. The government relies on that money, folks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll shut down bridges, shut down highways, shut down construction projects and say, you didn't pay your gas tax. And so now your roads are even worse than before. Or they'll just borrow the money and spend it anyway in deficit spending and go, ah, yeah, whatever. We'll pay it back later. Or Crispy Bacon and I were discussing this earlier. He was like, you know what? Maybe they'll come back at the end and say, well, you did have a 40 cent gas tax and now you're going to just go up to a whole buck, right? What's the difference between 40 cents and a buck when your gas is already seven bucks a gallon, right? You drop your 40 cents and then we'll, but it's only going to be for a little while, Chris says, right? He's like, oh yeah, well, in order to make up what you didn't pay for, we're going to raise you from 40 to 80, but it's just for one year. And then when that year is up, they keep taxing you at the new higher rate. Or they raise it some more and go, yeah, yeah, we thought we weren't going to need it, but we do. And we have to we have to add a little bit more to it. I tell you. I tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Chris. I enjoyed that uh, uh, <laughs> special message off to the side. Latin American preparedness is here. And he says this. Biden destruction of America is a multi-pronged attack. I agree 100%. Initially on energy continues to get worse. Attack on food intending to starve us out. Attack on the infrastructure and medical system. Thoughts? Absolutely. Remember when Barack Obama said he wanted to fundamentally change America. Fundamental means basics. The basics. What are the basics? Well, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the basics are food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. That is the basics. That is the fundamental. And he wanted to fundamentally change America. The basics. Take away your food. Right? What are they doing? They've been suggesting for years now, the last couple of years, that we eat bugs, that we eat fake meat called impossible meat that's grown in a vat using, <clears throat> using yeast, bugs to produce excrement that smells and tastes like cow products. I'll eat cow, thank you very much. Uh, but I don't want to eat bugs or bug excrement or bug vomit. It's absolutely disgusting, but that's what they want for you. They want you to eat what? Beetles, crickets, grubs, grasshopper legs. Thanks. Thanks, Bill Gates. Thanks, rich people. There's a movie out there also called Soylent Green, right? Where they start feeding people, people. Yep, it is a multi-prong attack. It's an attack on our energy system. Without, without energy, folks, whether it's electricity or heat 
or fuel for our cars, whatever form the energy comes in, without it, our way of life stops. It just stops. Energy goes into planting crops. The sun provides the energy for the plants to grow, but it takes an awful lot of energy to level a field, to plant the field, to irrigate the field. That's right, folks, water pumps have to pump that water. That takes either electricity or a diesel engine to pump water into a field, irrigate it so that the food can grow. And then it has to be harvested, then transported to, to uh, processing plants, factories, or sent to uh, refrigerator chill houses to chill it, right? Refrigerated so it's preserved and then shipped as fresh produce. It's an awful lot of energy just to feed ourselves. Now think about this. If we didn't have stores to send food to for us to go buy, we would all have to have gardens in our backyards and chickens and livestock that we would have to care for and feed every day. We would spend all day on the garden and all day with the animals. And that's called an agrarian society. An agrarian society is one where people have to feed themselves. And the, the society is based on agriculture. And you spend your entire day, your entire life in that Maslowian hierarchy of needs, growing and creating the food you need. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. So what we did as people is we got creative. And we said, you grow all the food and use this massive technology and this massive science. So you can grow a lot more food. So others of us can do other things like work on a water system to get water here more easily. Then we said, let's see, food, water, shelter. We need someone to build houses better places to live. We need someone to make clothes, clothing, shoes. And if they're busy growing food in their backyard, they're not going to be able to do those other things. The smith, the baker, the candlestick maker, right? The millers who milled the wheat, right? The brewers who brewed the beer. Yeah, there's people named brewer, people named miller, people named smith. It has been the advent of industrial agricultural farming that has freed up the rest of us so that we can perform other highly technical, highly specialized acts of service that we can get paid for, manufacturing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Biden is destroying that, folks, so that there is no energy. Without energy, we can't have the food. We can't have the water. We can't have the housing or the clothing. And then self-defense. What is the problem with Ukraine? They couldn't defend themselves. It's because their government said, you're not allowed to defend yourselves. It's easier to rob you, folks, if you can't defend yourself. It's easier to steal from you if you can't defend yourself. And it's much easier to enslave you if you can't defend yourself. You know, there's, there's I constantly hear this from people. John, you just don't understand about slavery. What's there not to understand? I don't want to be enslaved, and I don't think anyone else wants to either. But you weren't there. You weren't a slave. I don't know anyone alive today that was a slave. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're not a slave. You don't know either. 
but you can certainly empathize with it and sympathize with others who may know something about the experience. What I do know is I know what the plight of slaves is. I know what their lifelong, uh, shall we say, toiling is all about. And I don't want to participate in that system any more than anyone else wants to participate in that system. So I'll tell you what, I don't want to be a slave any more than any other person, whether they're Asian-Americans, African-Americans, Native Americans, European-Americans, South American-Europeans, or any other persons of any color, shade, creed, etc. Nobody wants to be a slave. And therefore, we should all have the ability, the access, right, to have our Second Amendment rights intact and uninfringed upon. Don't worry, folks. The far left will continue to object, scream, and cry like a bunch of lunatics. In fact, the Supreme Court ruled on religious schools and the leftists melted down today. Yeah, the Supreme Court haven't given their Roe v. Wade thing out yet, but they did say that religious schools can be used with government vouchers. That the free practice of religion, which falls under the First Amendment, should apply to any school just because they have a belief system, right? Unbelievable that people would object to a private school that is a religious school uh, being paid to educate children. I think what the left doesn't like is they're probably educating them to be moral and decent human beings. Folks, chance favors the prepared mind. Aren't you glad you are a prepper, a patriot? Godspeed, and we'll be back bright and early in the morning with more. Thank you for supporting the Prepared Mind channel. Folks, this is your one-stop shop to find out what the heck is going on around the world. Tell everyone you know, come to the Prepared Mind. Subscribe, thumbs up, share these videos. Semper Fi.